Welcome to Vet to Vet podcast, new episode. Today we're talking about nursing home. Uh, if it's your first time listening, then thanks for coming. Uh, as a short reminder, Vet to Vet is a non-profit educational project uh, dedicated to assist veterans uh, with adjustment to civilian lifestyle and to provide assistance in obtaining UVA and other available benefits that you have earned. Uh, today we're talking about uh, nursing home. It's a state, um, like... To make it short, state veterans homes are facilities that provide nursing home uh, or adult daycare. They are owned, operated, and managed by state governments, so by the state authorities. They date back to the post-Civil War era when uh, many states created them to provide shelters for homeless and disabled veterans. And to participate in a state veterans home program, VA must formally recognize and certify a facility as a state veterans home. So VA then service all facilities each year to make sure they continue to meet VA standards. But actually, VA doesn't manage any of those homes. So let's get into details, how it works. Yeah. So each state determines the eligibility requirements for their veteran homes. However, each state will require you to have your DD-214, and you must have been honorably discharged from that service. Having health insurance is not a requirement. Some veterans will enter a state veteran's home for their health care needs and others are more independent and simply live in the home while holding an outside job known, known normally as domiciliary care, which provides a structured environment and accommodates for potential limitations. Each home usually offers a variety of recreational activities as well, which can be therapeutic for veterans. Around here, they like to go to Vegas. <coughs> The claimant simply has to file VA Form 21-527EZ, or you want to be technical, 21-P-527EZ, which is the pension form, and indicate that he or she is a patient in a nursing home on VA Form 21-0779 for a veteran in in-skilled nursing, or VA Form 21-2680, and a care provider statement for veteran intermediate care. An award including an aid in attendance allowance for uh, form VA um, is almost always forthcoming without any additional requirements relating to a rating. And uh, what about surviving spouses? Very similar. Um, the claimant must file VA form 21-534EZ, the widow's pension, indicate that uh, he or she is a patient in the nursing home using a detailed care provider statement and 
certified need for the aid and attendance of another person using VA Form 21-2680, the aid and attendance form to be filled out by your doctor. The surviving spouse must also submit the veteran service records, a marriage certificate, a death certificate, and meet the VA's income and assessment requirements. Um, so, uh, unfortunately, in most cases, pension doesn't work well for paying the cost of a nursing home. This is because the amount of pension income is rarely enough to cover the difference between the cost of the nursing home and the beneficiary income. On the other hand, uh, Medicaid will cover these differences uh, in cost, and in most cases, Medicaid is a better alternative to a pension. And um, what about eligibility for Medicaid? Yeah, so um, eligibility for Medicaid causes difficulty for those beneficiaries who are also want to receive pension income in a nursing home. For a single person, VA refuses to pay the full pension benefit if that person is eligible for Medicaid and will only pay $90 a month towards nursing home costs. For a beneficiary with a spouse at home, the combination of pension and Medicaid may not work due to Medicaid rules. There are, however, circumstances where pension fits very well for a beneficiary in a nursing home. One case would be where the nursing home patient has to go through and spin down in order to be eligible for Medicaid. Pension would have also been, uh, would also be beneficial where the nursing home patient is strictly private pay or private pay awaiting an available Medicaid bed. And in some cases, pension and Medicaid together might be a better alternative where there is a spouse at home. But each of these instances is specific to the individual circumstances. <clears throat> An easy and simple, as easy and simple as the pension application for a nursing home patient is, claimant should always seek the advice or counsel of someone who understands the Medicaid and the VA benefits. There are strategies that could be pursued to make uh, pension for nursing home patients work out in certain cases, but most people can't solve it on their own, and it requires an expert to make a combination of Medicaid and pension successful. So what are the costs? The cost to you and your family depends on the veteran and their individual circumstances. It is important to note a veteran will never be refused from a state veteran's home because of an inability to pay. Those with particular financial hardships can receive assistance. In addition, your level of disability will influence cost. If you're a veteran with 70 to 100% disability, then the VA will cover your cost. The VA will not pay for non-veteran spouses. Even if the, if the state veteran home allows a non-veteran spouse to live in the home with you. So, what about um, the cost for you know, 12 months? If the veteran or the vet veteran's surviving spouse is a patient in a nursing home, VA should automatically allow 12 months worth of nursing home costs to be applied as medical expenses. The patient will also automatically receive an aid and attendance allowance as long as they show that need, which is usually being in a nursing home. The expenses applied are out-of-pocket cost after reimbursement. So an annualized medical expense deduction can be allowed for unreimbursed nursing home fees even if the nursing home is not uh, licensed by the state to provide skilled or intermediate level care. 
the definition of a nursing home for purposes of the medical expense deduction <clears throat> is not the same as the as the definition of a nursing home set out in 38 CFR 3.1 Z. A nursing home for purposes of the medical expense deduction is any facility which provides extended term inpatient medical care. A responsible official of the nursing home must sign a statement that the disabled claimant is a patient as opposed to a resident of the nursing home. It is called VA Form 21-0779, Request for Nursing Home Information in Connection with a Claim for Aid in Attendance. A copy of the contract with the facility should also be included when submitting this form. Statements and evidence of payment must also be included. Canceled checks are not acceptable. Because they're canceled. Mm -hmm. Veterans and state homes may apply their out-of-pocket costs for the use of homes as a recurring uh, prospective medical expense deduction. Again, a statement from an official of the of the state home indicating the veteran is a patient, not a resident, should be submitted. In the case of a non-veteran spouse in a nursing home where the veteran is still alive, the VA application 21-527EZ does not have a provision for disclosing the spouse receiving nursing home care. The spouse nursing home cost is, however, eligible for annualization of medical expenses. Separate evidence must be provided. A veteran in a nursing home will receive a rating for aid in attendance, but the non-veteran spouse of a living veteran will not. Of course, a death claim is different because the surviving spouse can receive a rating in that case. If the VA allows annualization of nursing home costs for a non-veteran spouse of a living veteran, there will be no allowance for aid in attendance and the pension award will be much smaller. So, um... A uh, little bit about retaining VA benefits and uh, imputed income, but uh, VA will not pay anything more than 90, 90 bucks a month for a single veteran, a single surviving spouse uh, is eligible for Medicaid covered nursing home care. Uh, state veterans' homes are exempt from this ruling. So the most VA will pay to offset the cost of a nursing home is uh, 2,127, maybe a little bit more right now, per month, and uh, for a couple, but it's much more, it's a little bit less uh, for a single veteran, which is 1,794, uh, and uh, much more less for, uh, uh, for the single surviving spouses of veteran, which is 1,153. With the nursing home cost ranging from 5000 to 7000 a month, generally the VA benefit cannot cover the difference between the veteran house, household and the nursing home cost. In most cases, there is a deficit. So Medicaid will cover the actual difference between the Medicaid beneficiary's income and the cost of a nursing home. And uh, Medicaid is therefore is more viable benefit. For the reasons outlined above, Many uh, practitioners feel that trying to dovetail Medicaid with VA payments is not a use useful exercise, and for those eligible for Medicaid, applying for the pension might be a waste of time. But there are also situations where Medicaid may be available, and the pension could be valuable benefit as well. We offer an example of this further on in this article, where a veteran going through spins down to qualify for Medicaid can provide more 
income that might be used for the spouse at home. Or pension income can be used to lengthen the spin-down process, and if the veteran dies while going through that process, valuable assets have been retained. Another use for the pension benefit associated with nursing home care is where the single veteran or surviving spouse might be eligible for Medicaid, but there is a statewide waiting list for Medicaid beds. With the tightening of government purse strings, this situation is more likely to occur in the future, especially with all these Social Security, like it's not going to pay for everything. Um, with the pension benefit allows the veteran, the surviving spouse, or his or her family additional money to cover part of the cost of private pay until Medicaid bed becomes available. For the beneficiary who is eligible for Medicaid and has dependents at home, sharing the pension with Medicaid may be more useful than allowing Medicaid to pay the entire bill. State Medicaid programs require veterans to apply for a pension because it reduces Medicaid's liability for costs. So here's an example. I hope uh, it clarifies a little bit uh, uh, how Medicaid can help. So this case illustrates the maximum benefit available to a single veteran with aided attendance allowance. Residency in a nursing home automatically includes the aided attendance allowance. The case was specifically designed to illustrate how Medicaid and veterans' pension could dovetail in providing more income. As a general rule, VA pension does not work well with Medicaid unless there is a spend down, as in this case, or the nursing home has no Medicaid beds. If Medicaid is available, it's unlikely that VA pension would be needed. So uh, we highly recommend in, this, in cases such as this, one that uh, you uh, um, have uh, somebody to review your situation. It's either a consultant, VSO, or somebody who is a proficient with VA benefits, and then Medicaid planning. So they would help you out to understand which one is better yeah. instead of your, your Googling <laughs> one day and trying to figure out. Yeah. So what's, what's the case? So for example, John is 84 years old and is a veteran of World War II. He did not serve in combat zone. Mary, his wife, is 79 years old. John is a large man and has many medical problems. He takes a variety of expensive prescriptions. He takes a variety of expensive prescription drugs and has a difficulty attending to his own needs without help. Mary is a frail woman and has difficulty helping him out of bed, dress, bathe, and move about. John also suffers from mild dementia and is often confused and Mary is concerned about leaving him alone. It is difficult for John to leave his home without using a walker and an aide to help him. John and Mary have a combined income of $2,400 a month, which consists of Social Security for both of them, a small pension and interest income. They have $66,000 in retirement savings and own a house and a car. They also have about 120000 available to them as a reserve mortgage equity line of credit if they choose to exercise this option. They are not required to pay anything other than the closing cost for this line of credit as long as one or both of them is alive and living in the home. In other words, there are no monthly loan payments and the potential line of credit will grow by earning 6% interest as well. So. One day, John has a nasty fall and breaks his hip. After surgery, a hospital stay, and 30-day stay in a nursing home rehab facility, 
John's health deteriorates even further. Mary decides she cannot care for him at home, and after being told by several assisted living facilities they cannot take him, she finds she must place John in a nursing home. Because of the differential in cost between the nursing home and their income, John will qualify for the improved pension benefit with the aid and attendance allowance, but in the state in which they live, he will also qualify for Medicaid. They will not pay more than $2,127 a month in pension that could be applied to John's nursing home cost. On the other hand, Medicaid will pay the much higher cost between the nursing home and John's income in lieu of the VA pension benefit. Should Mary worry about applying for the pension benefit knowing that Medicaid will cover or may cover the cost, the entire cost of the nursing home and allow a guaranteed spousal income as well? In this particular example, Mary could come away with more money for her personal needs by using both the VA benefit and Medicaid. To understand why this combination of the two benefits is better, we need to understand how Medicaid works. Suppose John and Mary do not have the VA benefit. Medicaid will not start paying for John's nursing home cost until he has spent a portion of his family assets down to less than $2,000. In the state, state in which he resides, John is responsible for spending 33000 of their 66000 in retirement savings. He can spend this on anything he wants, but in this case, the money needs to go towards nursing home or he won't have a place to live. John's income is 1800 a month and Mary's income is 600 a month from Social Security. The cost of the nursing home is 5000 a month. John must pay 3200 a month out of his out of his 33000 of spend-down money to the nursing home. After 10 months, John will be below $2,000 and Medicaid will take over paying the 3200 a month. Or Mary could take whatever income she needs, perhaps the full 2400 a month, and let John spend the 33000 for the nursing home, in which case he could qualify for Medicaid in about six months. After Medicaid takes over, John's income must go towards the nursing home. In addition to the 600 a month, Mary has her own 33000 and she also has access to the 120000 in reverse mortgage, which is left in lieu of credit, and the line of credit will not count against John qualifying for Medicaid. Medicaid will also not impoverish Mary completely and the state where Mary resides. Medicaid will give back her $1,600 a month from John's income to bring her income to $2,000 a month. This is called the Community Spouse Monthly Income Allowance, but this is only available after John has spent down his $33,000 and qualifies for Medicaid. Mary has to live on something else in the meantime. So now let's su suppose that Mary helps John apply for the VA pension with the aid and attendance and the Medicaid at the same time. John must spend his share of the assets before he becomes eligible for Medicaid. As John goes through his spend down, VA will also provide additional money for this period of time. Uh, please note that VA calculates benefit and costs on an annual basis and divides by 12. So you get to calculate not a monthly, but yearly, even though if you probably don't have enough money to spend for the whole year, you're going to do a spend down. Uh, up to six months, five months, maybe seven months. Mm. So John and Mary in this situation have an additional 2,127 bucks a month to use for income or to apply uh, to the nursing home while John is going through his spend down. 
and over the period of months where John is applying his spend down money, he's a, this is an additional ten, almost eleven thousand uh, to eighteen thousand dollars, depending on the spend down period that they can uh, that they have uh, that would be uh, there without the VA benefit that wouldn't be there without the VA benefit. And after John becomes eligible for Medicaid, things get complicated because Medicaid does not count as income for VA purposes, but VA pension does count as income for Medicaid purposes. So whether the combination of the two benefits on Medicaid alone is better must be considered uh, in case-to-case basis. So such things to consider to consider uh, the spousal minimum income allowance from Medicaid or better Medicaid payments on behalf of John's will become part of a recovery effort by the state. If John were single, the solution would be simple. VA quits paying all of its benefits, except for 90 bucks a month when John becomes eligible for Medicaid. And when John dies, Mary's lower income may qualify her for a death benefit pension from the VA. Um, yeah, another couple of tables we have for you on, uh, on the screen as well. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Uh, do you have any informational resources to recommend or share? Visit me at the Veteran Resource, uh, the Veteran Service Center at Newhall, on Saturdays, mm. nine to one. Nine to one. And uh, quote or words of wisdom today. I hate war as only a soldier who has lived it can, only as one who has seen its brutality, its futility, and its stupidity. Said so, uh, by Twilight Eisenhower. That's it, folks. Thank you for listening. Until next time, over and out. Thank you.